Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. So, um, Max, today, when I got him up from his nap. Are you hand sanitizing? No, Vaseline. Oh, I should have known. <laughs> My hands hurt. So, I was, uh, I was picking Max up from his nap today. And he, I got him all dressed, getting ready to go down the stairs. And, you know, normally he'll just, like, jump in my arms, right, to to go down the stairs. This time he kind of, like, shimmied a little bit and and started dancing a little bit. Then he farted and he started laughing. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought about you. (laughs) As you should. Yeah. Nice fart. And then he just laughed and laughed. And then he let me pick him up to take him downstairs. It was pretty awesome. Hell yeah. Nothing like some cute little baby farts. And then a baby laugh. <laughs> Did you look down at him and you're just like... Uh, of course. In so much proudness. Oh, nothing but pride. Also known as nothing pride. But pride. Yeah. Yeah. Proudness, though, sounds better. I'm with you. <laughs> Since it's almost your birthday, I got to let you make all the mistakes that you want to make without any oh, accusation or judgment. Come on. <laughs> Happy recording day. <laughs> Happy recording day. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. planning to spend your birthday this week uh I'll probably just be working man it's another day you know what i'm saying another day another dollar i'm in my 30s Come on and make me holla no one cares everybody cares <clears throat> at least i don't right you don't we were talking a little pre-show and uh show why do we call this a show we were talking before we started recording and um yeah i'm an only child so i had some pretty dope birthdays growing up and uh i don't know maybe i got my fill i just don't really care about birthdays like not even for myself for other people which is bad of me to say but it's like I just forget about them. Unless they're in my calendar. Yeah. Like even my mom. I could roundabout guess what day I think it is. There's a <laughs> probably 60-40% chance that I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm shitty. What do you what do you want from me? Nothing. I don't want nothing. I just want your usual kindness. <clears throat> 
I like to Jesus. I like to celebrate people. I like to you know for their birthdays, but like it comes to me and it's like, oh, what do you want for your birthday? And I'm like, celebrate. Sean's birthday, celebrate. That's sacrilege right there, bro. So, yeah. So the wife made this meal today. I don't know where she got the recipe from or the idea, but she wanted to cook, so she cooked. Some turkey and salad dish, ground turkey. Your pizza is out of the oven. Making sure it's perfecto. Um, it was extremely salty. So I ordered pizza. <laughs> yeah. Too much salt, huh? Yeah, I told her I, I needed some sugar in order to balance out the salt. Felt like I was going to go meet my maker. It was a little rough. Um, it, it was just soy sauce, you know. It, it's the Instead of dressing, it was a soy sauce-based thing. And just, I mean, soy sauce is just super salty, right? It was like... Yeah, a thousand fifty milligrams of sodium per serving. A thousand fifty. That's a lot of salt, dude. But it was a thought that counted, so went along with it. But then she kept talking about pizza, so I just went ahead and ordered it. So she knew it was salty too. Yeah, she hated it. Yeah, she absolutely hated the dish. At least you're not that asshole who's like, yeah, this was great. (laughs) You're on your phone (laughs) under the table ordering a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Well, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So, I mean, it is what it is, right? I mean, we got to eat tonight. I've already pooped, so I'm hungry again. (laughs) (laughs) and right before you said that you were ready I was just about to light my pipe and sit down and balance the checkbook so I was like alright perfect timing Um, but yeah anyway I wanted to talk to you about something really quick uh, so we don't have to be long here but uh, I ran into someone that I remember meeting at the church I used to go to a very, very, very long time ago. And we kind of looked at each other like, huh, yeah, I think I know you. And she looked at me like, huh, I think I know you type of deal. And, you know, it seems like every time I run into, you know, someone from my past, if you will, air quotes from my past church life. It's always like, oh, hey, where are you going to church at now? Uh, you know, what are you doing? Are you pastoring still? Uh, you know, the the 20 question game comes up. And I'm finding it 
easier and easier now the longer we're outside of church to say no no we're not we don't go to church anymore we're um no we're unchurched we're not going to church anymore and 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 it's just becoming easier and easier to to say that and to just drop it like you know hey more power to you for still going but you know we're not going anymore and I'm just wondering, like, if you're, if you've been experiencing the same thing, you know, running into people, or well, no, you haven't because you live in a small town and you don't know anybody there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this conversation is over already. I don't know. I I just kind of wonder, you know, like if you. Like, we still live in the same house that we lived in when we left the church, you know? Yeah. And so I just wonder, like, how people deal with that when they run into people from their past and they have to explain that they no longer go to church. No, they're not pastoring. No, they're not serving somewhere. You know, and then the next question is, like, well, then what are you doing? It's like, I'm chilling. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> like, I'm enjoying my Sundays is what I'm doing. I'm actually getting a chance to spend time with my my family and my my kids for a change and it actually feels good it actually feels fulfilling it feels right it feels comfortable it feels great being able to you know have that extra day before i go to work on a monday and be able to actually relax and not get up early because i have to get to service on time I don't, and that's where my mind was going. Yeah. You know, and not that I feel, I don't feel selfish about it. I don't feel bad about it. I feel very good about it. And I was just wondering if you had that same kind of experience before. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I had to adjust my mic. I don't know if that picked it up, but it probably did. I mean, Weird. recently, no, because. <clears throat> I don't live around anyone I know, or I should say that I've known for a while. Like, I mean, you started this off with, you know, years and years ago kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I've moved around, so I, you know, I don't see anybody I've known. <laughs> um, but the, and I also, when you were talking, like, of course, that's the first thing they say, because that's, that's what they know, you know, like right. that was your yeah. point of relationship, you know? Sure. Sure. Um, sure. And there's nothing wrong with that, but not at all. If someone was to ask me if I was going to church, I mean, I would probably have a very similar response. Like, no, just kind of doing my own thing really i mean <laughs> that's what it is i mean i've had family members you know my grandpa especially uh pretty much every time i talk to him well did you guys find a church where you're living no grandpa i uh haven't yeah well i know it's hard you know <laughs> <laughs> 
And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just funny because that's that's that mentality of like you need to be involved in a church on some mm-hmm. level, you know. And I feel, you know, we've talked about <clears throat> even especially on the last episode about uh the decline in in uh church attendance and so on. I feel like there's more yeah. and more people that we have a foundation where we're now at a point in our life where we're questioning and we're, I guess, reshaping what uh, we're trimming the fat, so to speak, of our faith. And we're confident in that. I don't mind telling anybody that. Sure. So. Yeah, 100%. I don't know if that answers your question, but no, it does. It does. I mean, because I really am interested on in how you feel about it or how you process it. Here's if my you question: do it the same as me or not? To you, know? you. <sighs> in that situation, did you feel any like guilty on any level? Not a single iota. Would you have a year ago? Maybe an iota. Yeah, but not. Not much, no. No. So well, why mean, you would know, you have why would you have felt that a year ago? Or whatever time, but sure, sure. And maybe it's maybe a year is just arbitrary, right? But uh I think it's I think it's just probably where I was in my journey versus where I am today. Uh, you know, I've just had a lot more clear. I just have a lot more clarity today than I did a year ago than I had the year before that. Yeah. That's all. You know, I, I see things a little bit more clearly, um, and have a little bit more, uh, definition as to who I am and, what my faith really is right now. But it's a very interesting question that you asked me that though, because I, I I think that if a person is uncomfortable explaining that they are unchurched or the reason why they're unchurched, I, I think that your pizza's on the way, bro. No, that's Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) You better believe I was looking at it though. Like, oh, what's that? <laughs> uh, brother's getting kind of hungry. Um, I, I think it's important that people keep in mind that you know that this is a journey that doesn't have an ending. the con- The conclusion happens at the point of our death, right? You will always still be learning and growing and stretching. And getting more comfortable with yourself and your faith. So it's a it's a it's a long journey, right? It's a marathon, not a sprint. So you know, I don't have any hesitation now telling people like, yeah, look, we don't go to church anymore. No. And my wife would be the first one to say, He has a podcast and it's called Unchurched Podcast. <laughs> And, you know, and and people ask all the time, the very first question is, well, 
that's an interesting name. What is that about? And I say every single time, yeah, we left the church, but didn't leave our faith. So, like, we still have faith in Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior and, and on and on and on. We just left the four walls, not our faith, you know. And I've gotten so comfortable with saying that over the years now that, um, I don't know, it's just like second nature. You know, it, it, to say, I, I, I guess the way to put it bluntly, to say that we're unchurched is just as easy for me right now as it was years ago to say, yeah, of course I go to church every Sunday. And I Wednesday. tithe, I serve. Yeah. So just as easy as it was for me to proclaim, yeah, I, I go to church, and this is the church that I go to, this is my pastor, blah, 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 blah. As easy as it was for me to say that, it's just as easy for me right now to say, yeah, we're unchurched. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't really feel guilt either. I don't, um, I think... I mean, I don't know. I, I, we have slightly different stories, obviously, but yeah. Even when we started this podcast, I, you know, like I've said, we're we're different now than two years ago. Definitely different now than five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago, and reverse that in the future. Future me is going to be different. Absolutely. And I think it's. Um, Something that's taken me some time to realize that, like, it's not cliche about, you know, your faith journey, even though it's overused and whatever, and people make fun of it. But it's, I mean, it's a true thing, man. Like, Jesus was only on this earth 33 years, if you believe the Bible. That's all we have recorded of his life. And even then, it's pretty vague. Pretty spotty. And he's freaking Jesus. <laughs> he's freaking Jesus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then we have disciples yeah. and other people in the Bible that we can kind of whatever. But dude, even like David, I mean, take David, dude. Man after God's own heart. Look at all the shit he did. Look at his journey. Yeah. And yeah. look how. God used him and loved him and literally said, this is a man after my own heart. Absolutely. So I, I know, I know it's easy to judge is what I'm saying. And especially when you catch this little blip in your instance, it was someone at a store who you saw that you haven't seen in years. And then that person could easily be like, oh, man, he left the church. He's not pastoring. He's not doing what he's supposed to do. He's not fulfilling the things that God called him to do. And it's like, well, you don't really know that. Like, you spent 10 minutes with me or less. Right. <clears throat> right. Like, the journey part of everything. Everything's a journey, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I mean, seriously, it is, you know, and being okay with that and trying and dude, because I do the same thing to other people. Like, I'm not a saint over here, okay? I'm shitty. Sure. And I think if we're all real with ourselves, we all do that in certain ways and certain capacities. And if you don't, like, good, good on you, but it's hard to see big picture when, you know, you're talking to someone in just a few minutes and I don't know if I'm rambling now at this point cause I kind of forgot what I was, where I was going, but the, uh, the, the journey I think is the thing that I'm okay with being on and I'm okay with being wrong and I'm okay with being right, obviously, cause that's easy, but just being okay with like, I don't really care what you think about my faith. Like I can think what I want about your faith. Is it going to change what you do and how you do it? No. Okay. So put that back on me. Like, why do I need to live my life so that I look a certain way to other people? Like, is that your faith? That's why you go to church. That's why you, you know, do x y and z like that should not be the foundation of your faith and then we enter a lot of fake shit and i don't know if you want to go down that road right now but fake shit yeah like i don't know there's i mean there's fake fakeness everywhere it's kind of like when you go somewhere how many times, brother, <laughs> have you walked into a store? Hey, man. Hey, man, bastard. And someone's like, hi, how are you? They don't give a shit how you're doing. They don't know you. Oh. They don't care. Yeah. It's just Those a formality. Just, it's just a surface yeah. level. Pleasantries. Fake pleasantry. Yeah, like a... What am I gonna? I'm gonna say, man, I'm having a shitty fucking day. What do you care? Well, if there's anything I can do to help you find what you need, and then they move on in their life, like they don't really care about how your day's going. But we're just Next. so used to being like in that. Oh, hi, how are you? And it, it's maybe it's not always fake, but it's just it's just something you do. It's like, blah, I don't need it. Like, don't talk to me unless I need to talk to you or vice versa. Like, don't lead with that. That's such a fucking stupid thing. Because a lot of times, I'm not even like, I don't know how I'm doing, man. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah. It's salesman-y, and it's (laughs) salesman-y. I don't know if that's a word, but it should be. It's It's almost your birthday, so it's a word. Oh, yeah. You can say whatever you want, Sean. You feel what I'm saying, though? I feel what you're laying down, brother. It's in the four walls. It's outside of the four walls. It's in Walmarts. It's in Kroger's. I mean, it's in everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I'm not just Mm -hmm. pinpointing church, but like that level of just unnecessary crap is like, I don't miss that at all. Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, you know, I, I think to your, to your earlier point, before you started talking about the fakeness, 
uh, there is a, I think there's a lot of guilt when it comes down to people no longer being in church just because of that viewpoint of, you know, or the judgment from other people that says, well, you're not fulfilling the call on your, on your life and da, 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 all that kind of stuff like that. You're absolutely right. Nobody really knows, you know, you, you can't, who are you to judge, right? You can't say that a person is not fulfilling the call of God on their lives just because they're not in the four walls. I mean, hell, most of the prophets of the Old Testament never went to the synagogues. They never went to the temples. They were outcasts from society. Nobody ever wanted to see them. If a prophet came into town, it's because judgment of God was coming down upon the people. So they were outcasts, rejected, and hated. Can you say that because they weren't part of the temple life that they didn't fulfill the call of God on their lives? Come on, bro. That's a big flex right there. Come on. Come on. Dude, uh, that just all I'm thinking right? about, too, is like prophets today, like everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people want to be a prophet. You know, and. Yeah, I mean, you obviously hit the nail on the head like. No one likes prophets. Prophets come when you being stupid and you need to get sl- mm-hmm. slapped upside the head with the word. And God's like, bitch, yep. you better correct it because the wrath of me is coming. The wrath of me. <laughs> well, it's God speaking. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. And it's I just know. funny. I can think of a handful of individuals that come to mind when, they, you know. You see their social media pages have profit on there and they're like boasting about it. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know that any of the prophets, if they had social media in their day, would be like, yeah, I come and tell you how bad you suck and that God wants you dead unless you do this. Right. Right. Well, it, it just just goes to show you once again, um, you know, the the new Testament prophets that we have today are not new Testament prophets, but the, the prophets that are in the new Testament churches that are out there today are just like so polar opposite from the prophets of old Testament that were actually in the Bible that you actually, they have their lives chronicled a totally different way of life, way of living. Um, my my point in saying all that was just like the four walls of the church cannot dictate your destiny. There's no way in the world that y- your destiny in life is tied to or has to be tied to four walls of a church. Because the four walls of the church have not always existed. Again, we we talk about the first church, you know, where they were first called Christians in Antioch, there were no four walls. They didn't use the temples to, to worship God. All of worship and all of communion and all of, air quotes, church existed outside of the four walls amongst people and community. And usually private. Majority of the time it was private, completely private, absolutely. Or else they'd be persecuted. Yes. Yes. 
That's what's so funny so, is it, it when air quote Christianity started being a Christ follower, it was not a popular thing. Like it was like, no. okay, well we're going to beat you until you say you don't or that you're right. not a Christian or we're just going <laughs> to kill you. <laughs> we're going to beat you until you say you don't. Yeah. Sounds about right. Whatever. <laughs> and these no, days it's yeah, so, right. it's so like, what's that word? Trivial. No, not true. It's, it's made, it's like a glorified, cool, hip thing almost, oh. you know? I mean, well, we have not anymore. celebrity pastors, bro. Mega churches. Yeah, we do. Celebrity pastors. I'm not saying Definitely. all that's bad. Yeah. I'm just saying, it's like, not. What what happened here? <laughs> did Did you ever see that picture of Justin Bieber's pastor walking down the street with him in California or wherever they were? No. Like he had his shorts sagging down. You could see his dick root. Really? Yeah. Yep. Was he it, just thought he was so cool walking down the street. Was it hot? With his shirt, kind of. <laughs> with his shirt off with Justin Bieber. And he was uh, mentoring Justin Bieber. Mm. Yeah, man, it's all super cool nowadays. Right? Which, I mean, to play devil's advy, maybe he was. But. No, no I think he was. I, I'm not, yeah. I, I don't mean to be facetious. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. It's just, it's, and I know, anyway. like, we also don't all walk in sandals on dirt roads and pee in holes in the ground anymore. Like, I understand. Sure. <laughs> it's different. It's just trying to figure out the, uh, the genuineness. Yeah. I just don't like the whole guilt aspect of it personally. Um not that I'm struggling with it because I'm not, but there I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of people that are struggling with it and I personally I want to be able to help you if you're struggling with that crazy guilt just because you're no longer part of the four walls of the church <clears throat> because frankly just to be very very clear as long as you are a Christian who names the name of Christ, you are a part of the church. You're just not a part of the four walls. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like the church being the literal body of Christ, the ecclesia, the called out ones, you are a part of that if you name the name of Christ. Therefore, Forget everybody else's eyes. If you just see yourself through God's eyes, you would see that you are part of the body of Christ. And therefore, that's more important than what edifice you choose to go to to worship in. I've thought about just going to an Episcopal church or a Methodist church just to pop in and just be like, yeah, I wanted to see if anything changed. You know, I, I mean, there's just so many different churches that you can go to and be a part of and serve in and do something for your community if they have stuff like that available. 
there's no guarantee that they will just because they are a called a church. Um, but that's not what saves you. And I guess to bring this thing to a close, we can just go ahead and just get deep about it. I mean, the fact is, is that the thing that saves us is the faith in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I know it's been a while since we've said it, but it's faith in Jesus Christ that he died for you, was buried, rose again three days later. You know, the death, burial, and resurrection, that's the gospel, that's the thing that saves us. For by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. And that means very simply that there's nothing you can actually do in order to save your own soul. It's all a result of something that you don't deserve. But your one act is that of faith and belief. And if there was anything more than that, it wouldn't cause you to be saved because God wouldn't want you to be able to boast about it. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Well, all the glory goes to him because he takes a sinner who is so far away from the Savior, so far removed from the Savior, and saves him anyway, completely undeserving. And that's the beauty of the gospel. That's the beauty of Christianity that goes beyond what four walls you decide to worship in. Mm. That's my so. hanky way, man. Yeah, I just hate guilt, and I really hope that people are, are, you know, you can hear something like this, and and it'll help to alleviate some of that guilt for you. I mean, the only one that can really take it away is Christ. But it's like, come on, damn it, he shed his blood, but ain't nothing left. His blood was for that guilt as well. So how much faith do you have in him? Let that same blood that cleanses you from sin take away your guilt as well. Because that's what he loves you enough to do. Selah. Selah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what he loves you enough to do. So. Mm. Alright, man. Praise the Lord. Let's put a bow on this so you can get y'all pizza. Yeah, it ain't even here yet, man. I hope it show up, though, real soon. Because bruh getting hungry, man. Did you get that notey that it's coming? No. Hmm. The last thing it said is that it's out of the oven. We're just making sure that it's perfect. So, um... It's a long inspection. That is a very long inspection. <laughs> I was expecting it to say, hey, we're on our way. <clears throat> But uh, maybe it wasn't perfect it and they're redoing it. They very well could be. I hope that's the case. Otherwise, this pizza is going to be cold. <laughs> <laughs> Pop in the air fryer. bro. <laughs> I'll do that in a heartbeat. Believe you me. Well, we appreciate your ears for the last 30 some odd minutes. If you'd like to get in touch, it's super easy. Just go to our website, unchurchpodcast.show, and uh, you can find <laughs> oops. You can find our emails and contact there. Um, 
And yeah, thanks for listening. Tell a friend who might like this. And uh, we love you so long. So long we love you. Peace. Peace.